another Solid Gold podcast. And it's a bright and breezy... Whoa, you've changed your hair colour. Sorry, I'm hi, I'm Melanie Walker. <laughs> I'm Melanie Walker. I'm here in Johannesburg and I'm just looking at the gorgeous Jenny Baxter over in Antibes in France. I'm thinking, your hair doesn't look as blonde as usual. Have you put in some low lights or something? It looks really, really good. I, I did try. Do, I don't think so. I think it looks awful. But it, because you made us do that whole um, 10 days of photos on Facebook, yeah. where you had to nominate someone every day, and so then people were saying to me, oh, it'd be nice to see you with dark hair again. So I gave it a go. But it, yeah. I have a couple of friends who went blonde and have decided to go back to dark because um, it looks, but it looks, your hair looks fantastic. Sorry. Anyway, this is just a girl thing starting off. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I thought we'll start off with something pleasant and it's always a nice thing to actually commend people or give them a little bit of a boost, you know, to say you're looking really good, you know, because we don't want any of you know, people hating on each other, but it looks really good. So there you go. A little compliment for the morning and hopefully everybody else is feeling a little um, sprightly and bright and breezy as we are. I know that um, apparently today, the 1st of March, which is when we're recording, uh, is the first day of autumn. And I'm sitting and thinking, well, my usual walk along the spate this morning, oh my goodness, it was hot. So it didn't really? feel like autumn at all. The leaves have not started changing color, although the light has moved. I can tell that the sun has moved over because of the huge jacaranda over my house. So, of course, my house is submerged in perpetual gloom until September oh. again. But um, hey, I'm going to get that um, sorted, so it's fine. <laughs> I just saw some videos from, you know, Gillian Lee Soames, who mm. provided us with the Tom Cruise pictures, who's up in Hoodsprate. And she posted some video footage last week of the lightning. And it's, it's some phenomenon of lightning that doesn't make a noise. She said it's the first time in her life she's ever seen it. It's got a special name, something like heat lightning. I can't remember now. Grease and lightning. Will... <laughs> <laughs> Go grease lightning. <laughs> okay. we, we will post it on SA People's Facebook page, so look out for that. But, um, yeah, phenomenal, just like the, the, the sky just lighting up, but just because of the heat. Sheet, Weird. Almost like a, a heat sheet. <laughs> uh, heat, heat, yes. get, I'm, now we're getting into all of this and I mean I know that you've got the whole thing about load shedding of course we're always on about load shedding and I'm sitting and thinking it was okay before when we were only up like in the one and two stages because then you can pretend you're a singer a one a two and a one two three four but now we're into dancing phase which is a five six seven and eight okay so that's where we're at at the moment with load shedding I don't know I'm like am I doing a cha 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 here because I'm having to go between stage four and five and and it's like a big little quick step, a little quick step back again. Yeah, it is like doing some kind of strange dance. But you know what? We, we're getting through it. Although, once again, in my little area, we were without power for a couple of days again because um, the infrastructure is just all falling apart. And shame, poor old city power. It's not the, you know, everybody has a go at the technicians. It's not their fault a lot of the time. They're working under hectic constraints with all of the backlogs and the fact that they have no parts. Because yeah. they stole all the money, <laughs> so they couldn't <laughs> buy any new parts. Okay. Uh, I I don't know if you saw, but remember I told you how the Australian embassy mm. issued um, alerts to South Af to Australians travelling to South Africa. Well, the United States did the same. Yep. And um, have enough water and food for three days. Yes, yes, mm. and and I mean a lot of it just made sense. Just some good uh, guidelines. On, on how to cope, like you already know because you live in the country, but you know, for people who are sort of fresh to it. Well, we're end and, of the um, world preppers. I mean, we should all be doing this. 
<laughs> I know it is like a training, but um, <laughs> but yeah, I was really surprised. But it's happened a little lately with um, Durko Minister Dr. Naledi Pandor. You know, she's she's like she's so smart, and she's I've always so admired her. But this is the second time now. The other time was with the Russians coming to South Africa to play war games, um, and now she she's responded to it calling the Americans odd and pointing <laughs> fingers at them and saying, you know, did they do the same with the Californian blackouts, which were not on the same scale at all. Mm. And it's just like, I didn't imagine that Dr. Pandor had a chip on her shoulder. She just seems smarter than that, you know? Um, so I was just a little surprised. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't think it was a great response. See, this is not a surprised face. Okay, This is the kind of thing we expect here. Especially now Aww. I saw something about um, panic buttons apparently being, I don't know, I'm going to have to look into that story about panic buttons per houses or something. I just can imagine that um, if they still what haven't managed to get, you know, um, trying to get onto the Gauteng um, uh, schools thing to book your child into a school, particularly well and that crashes every single year they're not going to get this one right it'll probably crash within an hour and one of our favorites Sorry, i don't understand what I don't, are you talking about one minute i have no idea panic buttons and now this is panic buttons yeah so it's the same thing what if you, they have a system have panic buttons? no no everybody's going to have apparently everybody's going to have a panic button i'm not quite sure what or why but i mean they're going to have it on a system so like with the school system which crashed and still isn't working i don't know how many years later um, I don't think they're going to get that one right either. But our favourite, um, the Cabbage Bandit, or Joe yes, ba yes. Bankuru. Uh, he, he was on the podcast. Yeah, he, he's, we've had him as a guest before. And, and he put this whole thing up about um, whoever, Mazibuko or whatever her name is, um, saying about the panic buttons. And he's like, okay, these people are obviously, well, my words, smoking their socks. Because he's like, he does, <laughs> even he sits there and goes, oh, my God. Gogo, really? You need to <laughs> you need to get with the program somehow. But it's the same thing. I mean, you know, it's it's like with our new city mayor, um, whoever he may be or whatever party he may represent, I have no idea. Um, going, oh, we need to put together an app for potholes. And I'm like going, why? There, we, there, there are two, in fact. There's yeah, the one which is yeah. put out very nicely um, via Discovery, and uh, it's called the Pothole Patrol, which I think we've talked about before. And, of course, the one yes. that Sanrol has now been pushing out to people as well. Why do we need another one? Why are they going to go and spend money on doing another pothole thing when the potholes don't get fixed anyway? So it's like, you know, he's waging war on potholes. Yeah, so all of us, darling, you're going to do something else that can actually, you know, help, like, sort out the power issues <laughs> oh, but you know what we, we sit here and we just go oh, okay it's just another day another day you know it's interesting that you say that because um somebody from a, a south african teacher in south korea has just gone to cape town on holiday she arrived two days ago they go out for dinner I didn't know this happened. I thought there were generators and things, and if you didn't have generators, you didn't open. I, mm. I don't know. I didn't imagine it, and nor did she. And I don't think most of us outside South Africa realize just what it's like. So she goes out for dinner on her first night, and there's a blackout. There's load shedding, whatever, mm. and, and suddenly the restaurant's in darkness. And she said, you know, she sat there with her family in darkness and they were saying oh you've got to look on the bright side and you've got to laugh and you know <laughs> and she said she said it's great that south africa has this humor mm. but koreans would not tolerate that level of 
inadequacy, mm. you mm. know, and, and so our humor's got us so far in coping, but, but look how far, you know, if you look at just a few years back, well, how you're now living, you know, it's not funny anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and yet somehow it is. <laughs> well, you know, if you don't laugh, what are you going to do? It's one of those things. But the interesting mm. thing is, is that when our load shedding goes on blackouts, and somebody was asking, what's the difference between load shedding and blackout? Because now the government are referring them to them as blackouts and not load shedding. Maybe they just don't want to use the word load shedding because it has such a negative connotation. I think blackout's just as bad. But yeah. they're saying... What is the difference? First of all, I don't know. A blackout is what happens when there's a complete failure of the electrical system. Load shedding is put in place to try and prevent blackouts. So yeah. we are in yeah. a worse situation it's about then. Planned. L- load shedding just means it's a planned blackout. Yeah. Yes. Um, that's, that's the word. So now we're just having blackouts, especially in my area, as, uh, as you've been <laughs> yeah, hearing yeah, from yeah. me. But, um, I mean, it, it is a yeah. case of just sort of looking at this thing and going... Okay, why is it when our area is out, even during the day, the street lights come on? Oh, interesting. Yeah, but when there's no lead shedding at night, there's no street lights on. And a friend of mine, shame, a friend of mine was driving just to Witz and back again. And she said it was actually one of the scariest things because there are no street lights on. Um, even in the areas where there's no load shedding. So you can't see where the potholes are. So you, you, and oh, you don't want to keep yeah. the brights on in case there is another car. But she says it's quite yeah. weird how few cars there are on the roads at night in Johannesburg. Um, not sure if it's because people are like, you know, scared they're going to hit a pothole because you can't see it. Or, <laughs> yeah. or people are just staying home. But you know what? We, we still, we keep going and we, we try and spread the feeling of Ubuntu and being kind to other people. And that's and the way to go. We've got a We've got a great article um, this week written by a South African who was at the airport mm-hmm. at international arrivals waiting for some South African's uh, family from abroad, you know, to come visit. And she said, she said, just like you have load shedding, it's as if in South Africa there's now feelings shedding. So nobody feels too angry, too, you, you know, you just, you've just sort of kind of numbed yourself a little to, mm. to, to cope with what's going on. Um, and she said, until you go to international arrivals. And she said, all the fields are there. You know, there's people sobbing, holding, hugging. It's, it's, if you, if you want to get back in touch with your emotions, just go get, grab a coffee and sit at international arrivals, she says. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, if we can get onto the car train if it's running. I think it's still running, isn't it? I don't know. It I mean, is. Okay. It is. It is. No, South Africa is absolutely beautiful. And as you just said with Ubuntu, uh, Tom Cruise just sold South Africa to the world. Wasn't in that great? In the most great? beautiful way. I mean, it's amazing. It really is. The, the number of international people that come to South Africa or go to South Africa, I'm not there. Um, and and just sing its praises. The people are incredible. You know, it's it's of course it's the beauty too. And of course you get all the naysayers who go, yeah, yeah, he's in five star. What does he know? But he's met a lot of people. He thinks the country is absolutely stunning. Mm. His words. And then. Um, I loved how he was, you know, it was the Producer Guilds Award mm. and he got the Lifetime Achievement. And, and in, uh, when he was saying thank you at the very end, he referred to Ubuntu and, and said, you know, um, thank you. I am because you are and, 
and explained what he wanted to me. Well, he can come and jump on my couch any day. (laughs) (laughs) Just on your couch? Yeah. (laughs) I met... um, (laughs) (laughs) Why not? I mean, I wanted Zinzan Valentine Brooke just to come and stand in the corner of my room one day and talk to me. That's all. I'm like, that's all I need, okay? No further than that. (laughs) I have somebody who's able to say that Brad Pitt parked his shoes under her bed, but it's because she has a bed from Hotel du Cup. And Brad Pitt stayed in the bed. Stayed, and she got that bed. Okay, right. Yeah, separate okay. nights, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, the people overseas are going to start thinking, what kind of girls are these? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's, but anyway, he's singing our praises, and another group of people who are always singing South Africa's praises, and we should be singing their praises, of course, are the Ndlovo Youth Choir. I mean, they just go from strength to strength, don't they? I mean, they're fantastic. Amazing. Such great ambassadors for the country, mm. and for lifting the country's spirits as well. I mean, they just yeah, beautiful. But didn't they just and, meet and up with you- Elton John? They did, and it was amazing. And you know what? They got to sing. They did a cover a couple of years ago of Circle of Life, which mm. Elton John uh, wrote. Yes. And, um, and so last week they were actually able to perform it to him. And um, mm. can you imagine that? And, and, and apparently Elton had tears in his eyes. He was, like, so moved. Um, and I was reading his thing yesterday. He was just so impressed. I mean, he's been to South Africa often, and he's got his AIDS Foundation doing so much good work in South Africa. It's been 20 years, and so him, and then a U.S. ambassador, um, Graham, Senator Graham, Lindsey Graham, I think his name is, from South Carolina. Um, they were both in South Africa together with a congressional delegation from the US um, because, you know, the president's aid, put, uh, the president puts funds into South Africa, president of America, um, for, uh, for relief POTUS. For, for AIDS and all that. POTUS puts funds in and it's called PEPFAR. <laughs> The, okay. the funds, okay? And um, yeah. so anyway, so they were, they were all in South Africa checking out whether their money has been well invested, and it really has. They met lots of young people, lots of old people um, who have benefited so much from, from all these funds for hmm. people suffering from AIDS, to prevent AIDS. They have saved so many lives. And they've given a brighter future to millions of people, which is what Elton John said. And, and he just like said thank you so much to the medical expertise in South Africa. And he was also blown away by how many young people volunteered and, and worked in his foundation. Um, so, yeah, he was like, hey, till next time, you know, kind of see you soon, South Africa. He, he loves the country as well. Fantastic. Yeah, no, it's a good place and good people. That's a nice thing. We got also great sports people. I mean, hello. Like we're always like, oh, what's happening with our sports? And, ah, boca, we are your people. And it doesn't matter if you're a boca who's female or a boca who's in rugby or a boca who's playing cricket or whatever. We're all behind our teams. Yeah, yeah. Except they're called the Proteas, not the boca, aren't they? Yeah, I know. As far as we're all concerned, everybody who's wearing green and gold is a boca. Yeah, and book. then these ones are bokies. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, so that was amazing that South Africa got through to the um, women's, women proteas, got through to the uh, World Cup T20. 
Mm. It was a T20 cricket World Cup final. Um, unfortunately, Australia won in the end, but Australia is brilliant and they've Don won Aussies. three times in a row. Yeah, no, I love the Aussies. I love the Aussies. And, and well, you're, you're a bit, I would like to say, like, not bipolar, you're bipartite <laughs> because, because you've lived in both places. So you call both places home, even though you now live in France. So, I mean, yeah. you know, who, who would you be calling for when it came to, like, the World Cup rugby, for instance? And, um, you've got England, France, Australia, and South Africa playing. Who are you going to be shouting I know. for? It's so hard. It's so, so hard. But it's always South Africa. For me, it's because, always it's South Africa. Yeah, of course. No, it's always South Africa. And, and South Africa is the one that makes me cry with pride. You know, just... <laughs> Just, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, go Jenny. You can be oh. a bocky too. <laughs> and, and did you see, did you see how um, it was the biggest stadium, the biggest crowd at a women's cricket event in South Africa at Newlands? 13,001 people. So thanks to that one one. Thank you for the extra one person. Yeah, good person. You go, boy or girl. <laughs> everyone counts, just like with your vote. Oh, yeah, we're going to have to like start educating people as to why they should vote. I mean, everybody I speak to these days is like, oh, well, I'm not going to vote because I don't want to vote for the ANC. I said, but if you don't vote for the ANC, you are voting for the ANC. I mean, mm. if you decide not to vote at all. So you need yeah. to go and make your vote count. So we'll, we'll get on to that when that happens uh, at some stage. And there's so many Next, wonderful yeah. things that come up, like with you know, people posting these things. And there was something that went past my brain and has gone straight out of it again um, with... I don't know. It'll come back to me at some stage because there's so much going on in South Africa, which is so really <laughs> very good. And I find these yes. stories which are enlightening and, and they make you feel quite happy, you know. Oh, I mean, oh, yeah. that was what it was. Apparently, ESCOM is now 100 years old. Yeah. It should be put out to pasture. It's geriatric. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's not get into that. But I did see... You're being I did very see, Well, a Apparently, I can qualify for all kinds of things these days, but I just don't know how that happened. So I'm, I'm looking into it with like a bit of a <laughs> <laughs> laughing thing happening when I look into it because I'm like, nah, that can't be me. But um, one thing, you know, I've sat there and I saw you've got a story about one of the airlines um, allowing doggies to go on the plane. Why only dogs? Why not yeah. cats? What's wrong with taking a cats on? Oh, and what happens if the dog needs to take a needs to use a litter box while in, in um, flight? I think, I think, I, I think, okay, because I see them travel with dogs here and normally it's in a carrier bag and Lyft Airlines have said it, the dog must be in a carrier bag. Um, and normally once the dog's in a carrier bag, it doesn't really, they, they're able, you know, I've traveled through Italy with my cat. They, they don't go to the toilet while they're traveling. They wait until they're in a more comfortable spot normally. Um, mm -hmm. If there was any accident to happen inside their carrier bag, don't worry because between each flight, there will be like really power, power cleaning um, mm -hmm. so that the next people are totally safe. And, um, and there's only a set amount of, of dogs that are going to be allowed on. They have to be over 10 weeks old. So you're not talking puppies, you're talking dogs that... But why yeah. only dogs? What about cats? What about bearded yeah, dragons? No, that's, a, that's a very good question. And I don't know if maybe it's an oversight because people... But what about people who are allergic them. to dogs? 
I want to know um, all these questions, these answers. Yeah. You know? Normally, if you're allergic to a dog, it's because of the fur. So now the mm. dog's in a carrier bag. So don't stress. You should be fine. Okay. And, okay, and so the dog people are in certain places. There's, there's only certain places next to uh, window seats that are going to be blocked off. Yeah. Oh, so, I feel like a representative here. <laughs> so it's like local flights, obviously. Short flights. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. So you can get a lift for with the, your puppy. Yes, but for the for the for the big flights, like when you fly to you know Australia, England, South Africa, England, whatever, they have to go in the hold, and um, but you're allowed to I, visit them, yeah. which is fine. Yeah, I had a friend many many years ago, who 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 decided to come back to South Africa from Spain at speed and had two <laughs> Siamese cats. And she just popped them underneath her coat and got onto the plane. <laughs> and I've heard a few people like that. Yeah. People do get away with it, yeah. yeah. Oh, in fact, remember Johnny Depp's um, ex, Amber Heard, tried to do that with Australia. Led to a huge court case. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Historical. Okay, and I see you've got a, th- a thing here about Trevor Noah. What, what's going on with Trevor now? I mean, I did see the one oh. where... Uh, him and Kevin Hart. I mean, you know, with their thing that we spoke about yeah. last week, and of course, Kevin Hart that going to beautiful. another school, and and but what what's Trevor been doing, and why didn't oh, I, I know where Kevin... he was so I could take my child to go and see him? Well, he was at a supermarket, and um, and I'm not going to say the shopping on his, name. for himself. Yeah, so but I'm not going to say the name because I just they lost my trust. You know, when oh, okay. they came out with that other story that was twisted and not really transparent um and and now i think that this this photo of trevor noah in a supermarket like oh look who i bumped into got a selfie with trevor uh, and then this particular supermarket shared it. And it, it, it was all just a bit suspicious for me because in the dude's caption, he says um, he advertises again oh. what Trevor should do instead of going to the supermarket. And so I'm thinking... Oh, oh yeah, I know what you right. mean now. No, well, I mean, I thought yeah. that Trevor would have people for that. I mean, doesn't he have people? <laughs> you know? I know, but it is nice sometimes to see the real people as well. It is fun to go into a supermarket, and especially one back home, because you're walking down those aisles, and it's it's like Christmas. It's like, oh, my God, there's this, there's that. You know, yeah. there's everything that you've I loved your whole life. Those, yeah. There's yeah, a milk tart. Yeah. I've got a, a thing for milk tart. I know it was um, milk tart day last week, I think it was. And I'm like, oh, I've got to make a milk tart. I love them. Oh, no, but I mean, even if we thing. go, if I go, whenever I go walking with my child, very, very occasionally up to the Rosebank Mall, and she always sees, and she points at the people. She, That's one of those comedians. <laughs> and I can't remember. Oh, and really? he was with Trevor Noah on his show when we went there. And the guy looks at her and she's like going, Mom, don't you know who he is? And I'm like... <laughs> Sorry, hi. <laughs> she's like waving. <laughs> I know she's seen Skulk Bazadenhurt there at, at oh, Rosebank. So she's seen quite a few comedians. Them. They seem to hang out in the area, which is um, – so she gets very excited about it. I, of course, you know, I put up with that for years. So I, I kind of don't do it to other people. If I do happen to no. notice them, I just give them a wink, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyhow. Yeah. And, and, and also quickly, Kevin Hart, because he's saying um, – <clears throat> he is also going to be doing so much for South African comedians. Hmm. He um, 
he said he's 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 kind of his company which is global he's opening a branch in South Africa and he said he feels like he's got as famous and uh, you know as much as he needs his star has shone as brightly as he needs and now he wants to sort of divert the shine onto other people in other communities and I South like Africa being one of the them shine yeah, I just made that shine up. Shine on you. That's lovely. <laughs> I think we should have a whole thing about who are the shiny, happy people like us. All right. So now we're talking about entertainment people. What have we got on the way of entertainment that you are pushing on SA People this week? Um, well, we're really pushing Dan, and we'll um, still, which we've spoken about before. Yeah. So really go for Dan, um, and then and then for South Africans anywhere in the world. Um, except for America and Canada, um, there's on on Shamax International. There's Plas Yarpi. I'm which, sitting and thinking, why didn't they ask me to go and do that? I know. But I'm sure they'll have another season. I, I do think you should do that. That looked like such fun. So it was people like you from the city who are challenged to build a farm without modern luxuries. I'm so good at that stuff. And win a million rand. I mean, I would absolutely coin it. I'm, I'm yeah. really good at that. I mean, I even know how to make a radio. I taught myself <laughs> during lockdown how to make a radio. How cool is that? No, no, that is so cool. Cassie and I taught ourselves how to change a light bulb. And we <laughs> felt so empowered. Enlightened. <laughs> so, really, oh, yeah. so I'm very impressed with you, Mel. Yeah, no. I want to go build a farm with you now. It was one of the things um, that I wanted to do. I wanted to learn how to make a radio. I wanted to learn how to tune a piano. There were certain things that I set myself to speak French, you know, teach yourself to speak French. So I started doing all of these things and I, and I, I was very, very chuffed about it. Um, so amazing. I have still got this thing in my mind about making radios, but artwork radios that will work as a radio but and yeah. will work off batteries. But you can also do it like off, I'm trying to work it that you can do it on a little solar a little solar panel Divine, and that you can yes. also then I'm, I've got to try and find out how I can do it that you can like have it that you can plug in a USB port into it too so I know that there are some that they had at various stores if you spent a certain amount of money you get like this little cardboard box or oh, he's like he's yeah. got a cardboard box I don't know I've got nothing anyway it's, no sorry I just went on a digression I've been watching Monty Python I think that's coming across Eric Idle has you know after coming out about his big health scare um, he's like clear of pancreatic cancer which I think is amazing so I've been doing a lot of that you know the the whole monty python thing but they had these little boxes and and it worked from a usb and batteries that you could play the radio through this box that looked like a radio so i thought well why not do artworks like that i think Beautiful. and get like and get south african artists to do like a painting and make the radio you know a box that a wooden box with a painting on yeah, it yeah. i think that would be pretty cool okay Go All right, so Plas Yarpi. So Plas Yarpi, next time Plas Yarpi uh, producers, and my Afrikaans is actually niet te slecht nie, so ek kan Afrikaans praat, en ek wil daar by die Plas gaan woon, want a blonde sukkerboer, nee. Okay, it's lekker. All right, so what else have we got now that we've talked about that? Um, there's also, I know you won't be interested, but a lot of people have been saying, you know, when they've had the Real Housewives of Durban, the Real Housewives of Pretoria, a lot of people have been saying, oh, we're only interested if they do the Real Housewives of Cape Town. And they have, and you can binge it right now anywhere in the world. So, so 
That noise there was just my eyes rolling backwards in my head. <laughs> okay. All right. So, so did you did you watch um, Kings of Joburg? I haven't. I know I said I was going to, but it's your homework. <clears throat> I know, but I haven't had a television because why? Because oh, I had no. Because I, no, not just load shedding. Blackout. Power cuts. Okay. <laughs> no power. Okay. Not even okay. a power cut. Just no power. So I will. Okay. So download. You will. And, I'll put it on my phone. Yeah. And then I don't know if you finished watching season two of White Lotus, which is also on Showmax, but no. only if you're in South Africa or Africa. Um, that is ready to binge. It's all there. And it just won a bunch of awards. So I kind of was, you know, I, I enjoyed the fact that F. Murray Abraham was actually pretty good in it. I was very underwhelmed by both seasons, but maybe it's just me. I don't like maybe that kind of. You know, but there's a lot of people who say, well, this is really good. And that thing about Gork or whatever her one. name is, that woman that walks around and she's weird. Jennifer? No, no, this is an, another CB series. And everybody's raving about it. And I'm like, uh, yeah, uh, um, no, no, I don't like that. I like silly jokes like the one I told Jenny just before we started chatting. <laughs> My elephant jokes, because I don't forget anything <laughs> apart from words occasionally. My elephant jokes are my favorite things in the world. There we go. So, <laughs> all right. So, yeah, the, the White Lotus, yeah, if you haven't watched it, you might enjoy it. Um, people are saying to me, should I watch it? And I'm like, I don't know. You might like it. You can't go yeah. on what I like because I'm odd. Just yeah, like I Naledi Pandor. I absolutely loved it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, She's not odd. She thinks the Americans are odd. So you're an American. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm transatlantic. I'm, you know. There we go. That's what I am. Anyhow, right. What have we got coming up on SA People next week in the way of big news story? Uh, some pretty exciting news, which is um, that uh, the Grammy leadership team, and we're talking like the proper leaders, the mm -hmm. CEO and the president, have just been in South Africa. So um, we'll be revealing all about that. They met with um, the Minister of Sports, Arts and Culture, and um, and Walter Kellerman, you know, who just won a Grammy himself, yeah. um, along with his his co. What do you call them? The people that collaborators. Collaborators. Thank you. Um, so so yeah. So he was there as well, and it's pretty exciting. Okay. Well, I look forward yeah. to reading all about that. All right. So we gotta often love and leave ya, but I'm going to leave you with some things I said. You know, Eric Idle, Jenny. <laughs> You and I are always very happy when we talk to each other, so now let's share that with the rest of the people. And always look on the bright side of life. Do 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 do. I can't sing either, I don't care. Anyway, thank you very much. Don't forget you can get along to sapeople.com, share your stories with Jenny on the Facebook site or on the website itself. And we'll catch you again next week. Bye Jen. Bye Mal, thank you. You've been listening to another Solid Gold podcast. 